As children, we sometimes inhabit imaginary worlds where some of our best friends are inanimate playthings better known as toys. Do you have a favourite? I certainly do. His name is Lavender Ted, and he has been my faithful sleeping companion ever since we became acquainted on my 10th birthday in 2003. He was given to me by my BFF, best friend forever, Haley, who has since moved to another city. Lavender Ted, as you may have already guessed, smells deliciously of lavender. That is hardly surprising as he is stuffed full of dried lavender seeds. It is a very comforting smell when you are trying to drift off to sleep. Lavender Ted and I share a history. After our initial instant connection, I insisted he accompany us everywhere, including the occasional holiday to other continents. It is a habit I have struggled to outgrow. Somehow, I am not able to enjoy myself knowing that Lavender Ted is home alone when he might be soaking up the sun and sea air or feasting his eyes on the magnificent architecture that came out of the Renaissance Venice. After all, it seems to me just as important for a bear to be well-travelled as it is for a child. Lavender Ted is indeed a special favourite, but he is not the only toy whose comfort and well-being I felt personally responsible for whilst growing up. There was Molly, an almost bald doll in checked overalls who was always a little bit rough and tumble. She used to enjoy riding on my tricycle and we often went on trips together to the bottom of the garden after packing a picnic lunch of fairy bread and frozen pineapple rings. There was bib-wearing chocolate bunny, so named because of his colour as well as his addiction to anything containing cocoa, and TikTok Rabbit, with his immaculate green waistcoat, fob watch and constantly anxious expression. Then there was a quartet of porcelain dolls. Ally, Buttercup Daisy, Lizzie and Polly, who formed a rather elite girls' club. It was impossible not to be seduced by their glossy curls, perfect features and satin frocks and stockings. I also had an odd and shameless attachment to a box full of marbles. For a while, and to my mother's consternation, I played with them almost every day, petting and scolding them as well as encouraging some friendly competition between them. For, as we children know, a little competition can bring out the best in us and is nowhere near as destructive as some experts would have us believe. The point I am trying to make through all of this rambling is that toys are often a child's closest companions. These ties are not easily broken, even by well-intentioned adults in a hurry to see us grow up and move on to more useful endeavours. Toys never abandon us, even if we abandon them. Some children, as I have seen my own friends do, pack away their toys when they feel they have outgrown them stuffing them in the backs of cupboards to gather dust. These children do not realise they are rejecting the most loyal friends they may ever have. If you are frowning now because you recognise that you fall into this category, do not despair. Fortunately, toys do not hold grudges, and once you realise the error of your ways and make amends, they will welcome you back with open arms and never hold your previous unkindness against you. I suppose by now you must be wondering where this preamble is leading and why on earth I have chosen to harangue you about the importance of toys and the pivotal role they play in our early lives. 
You may have guessed that this story is about several remarkable toys, to whom you will soon be introduced. At this point, however, I think it is high time we dropped in on the town of Drabville to check on its resilient occupants. I call Drabvillians resilient because, as you may recall, the town's courage has been tested more than once by the scheming of a mad magician who should have been planning how best to spend his twilight years rather than wreaking havoc on the innocent. Twice already, the dauntless children of Drabville, led by Millie Pop Clompet and Ernest Periclough, had defeated this oppressor. The first time, Lord Aldor masterminded an entire...